Welcome to the Bob Sands Podcast, where we give you the necessary tools, tips, and hacks to help you tell your story and get your message heard above all the noise. And now with today's show, here's Bob. Thanks, Dusty. I'd like to welcome you to another podcast today, and we're going to be doing a few more of these, and rather than make them longer, we're going to make them shorter. Today, I want to talk to you a little bit about how does transformation really occur. There's certainly no shortage of information out there when you Google, you bring up books, or you want to attend seminars that will tell you how you can change your weight, how you can change your finances, how you can become an entrepreneur, how you can grow a church, how you can prepare a speech, how you can prepare a sermon, and on and on it goes. There is a lot of talk about transformation, but have you noticed that while there's a lot of talk about it, it seems like that it doesn't happen all that often? Well, transformation is simple, but it's not easy. It's the execution, as they say, that gets sticky. One of the things that I found as a speechwriter, communications strategist, and pastor over the years is that there are some certain common uh, commonalities that need to work together in order for transformation to occur. And I just want to spend a few moments today giving you those things. You're going to take them and you're going to apply them to your situation. But these are principles, and principles work no matter what. I think that I think that we have to get back to understanding the principles and then apply them to our situation. I can't tell you how many times people want to know specifically what to do in their situation. We may not know that, but if we can give you the principles, then it's up to you to take those principles and apply them. So let's look at a couple of these principles of transformation. And they go a little bit in order. The first one, the first principle that is necessary for to lead to transformation is what I'm going to call revelation. Now, I'm not talking about revelation in the spiritual sense or necessarily in some kind of esoteric or ethereal sense. I'm talking about something being revealed to you either by someone else or something that's revealed to you by you. You have a eureka moment. See, usually what happens is for change or transformation to occur, We have a realization. We have a revelation that occurs that lets us know that we are at either a breaking point or a point in the road, a point where it's time for us to make a change, a fork in the road, so to speak. And that fork in the road, once we get to that point, we understand that a change has to occur and we can either go one way or the other. In other words, that revelation that occurs lets us know that things are never going to be the same. We're going to go one way or the other. We're going to choose transformation or we're going to choose stagnation. So revelation is a precursor, the thing that is necessary to help us to sort of spur along that change and that transformation that needs to occur. So that first principle is revelation. The second one that I want to talk about for a moment is what I'm going to call and label the principle of orientation. Orientation means that once there is that revelation and it's occurred and we see it and we know that we know that we need to make a change, we then have to stop and orient ourselves to what has to happen next. It takes an, an orientation to where we are and what we need to expect and sort of a, a plan going forward. I always thought it was interesting because what would happen with my kids when they were going to, anytime they were going into a new class growing up, 
we would have to go to orientation. When both of my children went to college, we had to then go to orientation days at each of the universities. We were told what to expect, what the policies were, what the kids could expect to have happen in classes, and what we could expect to pay as parents. So before that transformation and that change occurred, when they went to college, there was an orientation of what we needed to expect. We need that too in order to make change. We have to have that step of orientation that causes us to stop for a moment, to get our bearings, and to get ready for what's going to happen next. After Revelation orientation comes the place and the principle, I should say, that that a lot of times we just simply don't follow through with. We usually stop at that orientation phase. The third step, the third principle that we need to apply if transformation is going to occur is that of what I'm going to call activation. We have to simply begin to act. You know, it's interesting that being in the information age, there is so much that is available to us through Google, through seminars, through courses. But one of the things that often occurs is we get stuck in that information and we never get to the activation part. To me, it's like it's like ordering software for my computer. I remember I had to get a software package. I downloaded the software package, but I didn't have the activation code or the correct activation code. And so the software package sat on my computer, and I couldn't utilize it or do anything until I had the activation code and actually entered it. It's interesting because up to that point, I could tell people, I could say, hey, I got this great new program, and, and you should see it. But I couldn't show it to them because I hadn't activated it. I think that that often happens. There's a lot of people that are peddling information without activation. We have to go out and do. And so if transformation is ever going to occur, we have to go from revelation to orientation, and then we have to go to activation. Activation is the steps that we begin to take along the way to figure out what's going to be next and to move towards that transformation. The fourth step before we get to transformation is what I'm going to call unification. Unification. Unification is where we unite with others to transform. Transformation never happens and change never happens in a vacuum. It's not a solitary thing. You need and I need people in our lives that are going to walk with us on this path of transformation. It's interesting because when you go back and you think about everything that occurs in team sports, for example, how we need everybody, how there's a unification that occurs if you're going to win the game. I always love the cheerleaders when it comes to the uh, to a ball game. I remember when thinking about uh, a football game one time in which we were down 24 to nothing, and there were two minutes left. We, of course, as I said, were down. We were losing, and the cheerleaders came out, and I still remember their cheer. Two minutes left, 24 to nothing, no way we're going to be able to win. And our cheerleaders came out and they said, that's all right, that's okay, we're going to beat you anyway. And we kind of looked at them like, what? But see, that was their job. Their job was to be the cheerleader. No matter how down things were, they were going to be there trying to lift us up. Same thing with a corner man in a fight. The corner man keeps telling you how good you're doing, even though you may be getting the stuffings beat out of you. I think about the first Rocky movies when Mickey would tell Rocky, you've got him on the ropes, Rock. And meanwhile, Rocky was getting the stuffings beat out of him. 
We all need people in our lives who are going to coach us and who are going to encourage us. We need those folks who are going to be the experts, who are a little further down the road that can teach us, and we need those encouragers that are going to walk beside us. We need to unify with those who can help us walk the path to change. It's well been said that we are like the five people that we hang around the most. And so we have to surround ourselves with the right people if transformation is ever gonna, going to occur. We go from revelation to orientation to activation to unification that finally will lead us to transformation. Now, let me say something brief about transformation before we go today. Transformation doesn't happen all at once. I think that sometimes we are under the impression that people were an overnight success, when meanwhile, we miss the entire struggle that they had. Suddenly, they may come on the scene, but there's been a struggle that has gone on uh, for a long time. Don Miller, uh, Donald Miller, the author of StoryBrand, and uh, also he has a, a company called StoryBrand, and teaches an entire course on storytelling. I was I was at one of those one time, and, and when one of the things he said, which was telling to me, was where there's no conflict, there's no story. Where there's no struggle, there's no story. As a matter of fact, in the hero's journey, the struggle is what creates the story, where the hero overcomes. It's like a, a chrysalis. In order for that to become a butterfly, there is a massive struggle that goes on that you and I don't see. But it's got to struggle its way out of the cocoon. Transformation occurs like that in the daily struggle. So hang in there and stay with it. If you go from revelation to orientation to activation and unification, transformation will come. Thanks for joining us today on the Bob Sands Podcast. Thanks for joining us today on the Bob Sands Podcast, where we help you tell your story and get your message heard above the noise. For additional info, you can follow Bob on his blog at bobsands.net. That's bobsands.net. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast while you're there. You can also follow him on Twitter at Bob Sands. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Bob Sands Podcast. Thanks for joining us today on the Bob Sands Podcast, where we help you tell your story and get your message heard above the noise. For additional info, you can follow Bob on his blog at bobsands.net. That's bobsands.net. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast while you're there. You can also follow him on Twitter at Bob Sands. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time on the Bob Sands Podcast.